based on the trauma that you have, you have different personality traits that can be expressed. They can become perfectionists in response to trauma. And so when you're a perfectionist, you have this constant inner voice that that's not good enough. Perfectionism is a response to trauma. It's not that you just want to do everything perfect. It's a, it's a defense mechanism. That's Dr. Wendy Myers. And this is episode 461 of the Wellness Wisdom Podcast. How can we bring awareness and reverence to all the little mundane elements of our life? Wellness, I think, is a combination of understanding your own internal wants, needs, and desires. If you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in. Understanding that we are a piece of nature, you know, nature is where we belong, I think is a very comforting thing to understand that would certainly feed into wellness well. Dr. Wendy Myers is an expert in detox and minerals, somebody who spent the majority of her life educating the public on the importance of long-term detox, especially considering our toxic world. In this podcast today, episode 461 with Dr. Wendy Myers, we're talking about emotional detox. Is perfectionism from trauma causing your health issues? We'll also explore biofield tuning versus talk therapy. But here's the question. Are you yourself a perfectionist? Do you identify in that way? Do you find that from time to time you cross all the T's perfectly and dot all the I's with perfect ink? Do you know somebody in your life that's a perfectionist and they just can't seem to let go of this way of being? Well, what if I told you that both anecdotal and scientific research now points to the fact that perfectionism tendencies typically are a product of unprocessed and unhealed trauma. Now, at first audible, you might doubt that, but the more I've learned about it and what you will learn today from Dr. Wendy Myers will expand your mind and open your heart to this possibility of a new way for the truth about that healing. This is Josh Trent. This is the Wellness Wisdom Podcast, connected to a global movement where all of us embody the intelligence needed to live our life well in the five aspects of the Wellness Pentagon. This is the emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, and financial. Go to joshtrent.com forward slash podcast so you can subscribe and start taking inspired action to use from all the intelligence you get from us here today, or just tap subscribe on your phone right now. Most of us, I believe, listen on our phones, or you can tap it on your computer so you never miss an episode. And if you just tap subscribe, it gets automatically delivered to wherever you are listening so you don't have to remember. So tap that subscribe button now. Also, from my heart to yours, thank you for nourishing your gut health and nourishing your needs for healthy protein today. Let's be honest, a shake every day or a shake for too many meals gets old really fast. If you've been experiencing burnout with healthy foods and snacks, just head over to joshtrent.com forward slash paleo valley and pick up a box or three of the mouthwatering tasty turkey and beef sticks from our premier sponsor, Paleo Valley. Now, not only do they believe in us as a movement, but they believe in you and they're giving you 15% off with the code Josh at joshtrend.com forward slash paleo valley. Look, the way it works for me and my fam is I just grab a handful of sticks. I throw them in my bag for work. Or when we go out on the water for paddle boards, we bring some in our cooler. They're portable, easy to eat, and super healthy for the gut brain access. You know, the enteric nervous system communicates to the brain. And if we have perforation or if we have an unhealthy gut, it's kind of hard for them to talk, y'all. Not to mention these beef sticks and turkey sticks have so many other benefits. 
of fermentation and the animals that were raised in an organic, healthy way for you to eat them. So choose today to support the health of your family and save money while you do it. It also helps the show continue to bring you free life-changing episodes like the one today with Dr. Wendy Myers. Just roll on over joshtrent.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh for 15% off. And if you're a recovering perfectionist like myself, then you know that saving money is huge, but also releasing energy that's stuck is just as important. This is why in this podcast, you will be shifted in a way that Maybe you haven't been shifted in quite a long time. Dr. Wendy comes on the pod to share about the emotional trauma from losing her father to cancer and why he was such an inspiration for her. You'll understand how to do an emotional detox, what exactly an emotional detox is, and the first steps you can take to heal. We'll talk about the top five negative emotions to heal with Balfield tuning, which was a first for me learning about this revolutionary tech that helps people release stuck energy using tuning and vibration. You'll learn about the safe space of detoxing emotions and the emotional detox symptoms that arise and what to do with them during the healing process. And this is a big one, my friend, how your Enneagram, your personality type impacts your trauma response, how you process trauma. This is at the core of what we're talking about today, why perfectionism is connected to trauma. Lastly, you'll learn how to reclaim your power from the mainstream media, which is probably what brought you here in some beautiful way, what to do with that inner voice that sometimes has such a negative presence and setting healthy boundaries. This is where you start. Being present to rational fears and letting go of irrational fears is how you get there. If you love this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Just go to joshtrent.com forward slash review. My entire team and me so appreciate you. Our sound engineer, Buzzy, our videographer, Sage, our production manager, Lauren, the entire global team and the movement will feel love from you for just taking a quick minute to write a review for us. And it helps us rise in the algorithms on Apple and Spotify. So share the podcast, share how you feel. Leave us a quick review at joshtrent.com forward slash review. Wendy, welcome to the podcast. A lot has changed since the last time you were here. We have let go of Wellness Force, and now we are Wellness Wisdom. A lot has changed for you, too. You're down in Playa del Carmen in Mexico. I don't think you were there the last time we recorded, but people know you from MyersDetox.com. Also, the past two podcasts we've done here, um, we'll link those in the show notes. So what's changed for you since the last time you were on the podcast? You know, life is just amazing where it can take you. I moved to Playa del Carmen in Mexico, and I'm here learning Spanish, and I'm a citizen now, and moved my daughter down here as well, and we're just super happy on the Mexican Caribbean and enjoying life. Yeah, sounds like it. And you're down there. It's not a blue zone, right? But it's beautiful. It's not a blue zone. I think people are they're partying a little too hard. <laughs> okay. Blue zone. Okay. Okay. No, but. Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, but it's definitely it's a it's a wonderfully healthy environment and it, it's uh, very spiritual. A lot of a lot of spiritual you know happenings going on here, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's really good energy here. The last time you were on, you were also working on your doctorate. So now you're Doctor Wendy Myers. Tell us yes. about that. Yes. Well, you know, I just I love educating myself, and I'm always learning. So I decided to just go go ahead and get my my uh, doctorate in naturopathy. So. Yeah. I love school. I love educating myself and uh, just learn all about natural healing. 
you know, because my own father died of cancer and there was definitely a, a big emotional trauma root there. And um, he was very inspiring to me, learning all about health and he taught me so much. And I'd always wanted to be a doctor since I was 10 years old. And I knew from a very young age what I always wanted to do, but I just always... Something back in my mind was like, oh, I just don't have time or it's just too expensive. Or, I always had some excuse. So I just finally went ahead and did it and um, just uh, learned, you know, a, a good depth and breadth of education. Um, but for me, you know, heavy metal detoxification is kind of my passion. Um, but so is emotional detoxification. Psychology has always been a big passion of mine. And in my own health journey, when I felt like I'd kind of done everything physically that I could do like with diet and supplements and detoxification and lifestyle, I kind of just checked all those boxes off beyond and still was kind of not really feeling my best and still had some mental stuff going on and ne that negative voice in my head and not really just feeling that great, not feeling good about myself frequently. And so for me, I, that next step was, I was trying to figure out what's, what's going on. Like, how do I wake up and feel really good and, and, and feel like I deserve to feel, you know, and my life is great. Everything around me is great. And why don't I feel good? You know, mm. why can't I just say, I love you in the mirror and, you know, positive think my way out of this. And so it's taken me on a very long journey in learning about emotional trauma and how to release emotional trauma. And in this research, you know, I found that emotional trauma causes over 65% of physical health issues. It's it, not it's, surprising at all. It's a bigger issue than I really, I really expected. Uh, one of the podcasts we did, and I'm blanking on the name, but we'll link it in the notes right below this, Wendy, was this topic of psychoneuroimmunology. You know, really how our thoughts connect to our beliefs connected to trauma, capital T, lowercase t, they actually live in our body. Like it's how thoughts become things, psychoneuroimmunology. And I want to go deep with you on this because we're actually going to be, um, while you're speaking right now, we're going to be putting up a photograph and it's exposure to trauma. And this is really the jumping off point for our entire conversation today and all the work that you're doing with the emotional detox program, which we're going to talk about. So I'm going to go ahead. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening with us on Spotify or Apple, you'll have to go to YouTube to see it. But we're going to, we're going to share it right here, right now. So Wendy, describe what you're seeing with exposure to trauma and what happens to our immune system and also how psychoneuroimmunology and the research you've done to create the emotional detox program works here. We're looking at acute physical stress. We're looking at gut dysbiosis. We're looking at really how early in life, when we go through trauma and stress and, and really emotional, I guess you could say abuse of some sort of many sorts, there is a physical cost later on in life. Yes. So what emotional trauma does, and this can be, it can be, you know, Big T, it can be, you know, uh, something that causes PTSD, like a an assault, a one-time assault, or going to war, or something of that nature, a car crash. Um, but more often than not, what most people deal with is childhood attachment trauma or developmental trauma, where they have a parent that is abusive in some way, or more often than not, neglectful. Neglect can be just as damaging as outright abuse. And so what happens is this creates this cycle of stress in the body where they have a high, they can develop a high stress set point where they're, they can be more sensitive to a stressor than say the next person causes this cascade, uh, cascade of stress hormones. 
And that can lead to this whole like biological degradation, if you will, or domino effect in the gut, in the brain, in creating, you know, neurotransmitters are not enough or not the right balance. Um, and then that can lead to um, addictions and things that people do to make themselves feel better. And, um, and then that can also lead to what's known as pyroluria. So trauma directly leads to a condition called pyroluria, which causes a number of nutrient deficiencies, which then impact your ability to detox, which impacts your ability to create hormones, which impacts your ability to create neurotransmitters. So it creates this huge like biological, you know, kind of um, cascade yeah. and, and biological dysfunction that causes, can cause every imaginable health issue. Mm -hmm. um, fatigue, brain issues, gut dysbiosis, all those things you have on the screen here, um, cancer, um, autoimmune issues, uh, just energy issues, fatigue, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, pain syndromes, I mean, you name it. And there, an emotional trauma can be the root cause of all these things, especially addictions. The science of this is really, it's been studied for quite some time now. I want to say that psychoneuroimmunology started 15, maybe 20 plus years ago. And I'm curious, this phrase, emotional detox, I mean, it's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to positively think, or <laughs> I'm going to do a housekeeping and, and let go of all the people that aren't serving me. But in your own life, and probably the genesis, I'm guessing, that made you want to launch this program because so many people were coming to you with these ailments, what exactly is an emotional detox? What's the first step to do that? Well, before I go into that, I want to talk a little bit about where these traumas are in our body, which leads to the solution. So we hold traumas, yeah, they're in our body and our muscles and things like that, but we hold them primarily in our energy field. We have this energy field or biofield about 10 feet around in, in diameter surrounding our body. And this is, you know, well-established, you know, heart math has done lots of research on this. And the traumas are in this energy field or this biofield. And that's why yapping doesn't work. That was a coin phrase by uh, Professor Bessel van der Kolk, who wrote The, the Body Keeps the Score. He's, he's researched trauma for 40 years and its effects on the body. Great book. And uh, so he, he kind of, because of the nature of where traumas are stored in our body, that's why talk therapy doesn't really work. I mean, you might become an expert in your neuroses. You might, you know, figure out how to deal with people in your environment and navigate your relationships better and, you know, try to make decisions, things like that. But it, it doesn't get to that underlying root cause of perhaps transgenerational trauma that's passed through our energy field from baby to, from mother to baby. It doesn't address all these uh, emotional traumas that we experience throughout life. So you can address them through sound therapy. So, and this is established in conventional medical research where um, you essentially can use something called biofield tuning forks and you essentially vibrate out these traumas out of your energy field and you almost erase them from your timeline like they didn't even exist because if they're no longer in your energy field, they don't impact you in the same way. So you don't have the same kind of uh, behaviors to, or, you know, 
They're not self-medicating anymore with food or with drugs or with sex or, or what have you. Whatever you're doing to try to make you feel better. You're no longer in these unhealthy relationships where you're developing unhealthy, super quick attachments to people that are, you know, not right for you, not good for you. Um, you, you release feelings of powerlessness, worthlessness, um, you know, a lot of people have self-hatred. There were, and I, I have a lot of self-hatred. I didn't even realize it. And a lot of this stuff is underneath the surface and people aren't consciously aware of some of these negative emotions that they're carrying around. They they can literally tune out of their biofield using biofield tuning forks. All right, I got to stop you there yeah, because I'm yeah. thinking about somebody actually touching someone with a tuning fork, right? Like, are they physically touching their body yeah. with the tuning fork? What came up for you mm-hmm. in regards to the self-hatred? Yeah, I mean, it's just for me, it kept me in relationships with narcissists. And and I just didn't, you know, I'd had lots of therapy. I'd read books on narcissists. I knew my exes were narcissists and things like this, but I just didn't know why I chose them. Or I didn't, you know, you just, because I thought I loved myself. I thought I had this great life and I love what I do for a living and all these things. But I think uh, I definitely, it, the self-hatred, the genesis of that is, you know, how you were treated as a child by your primary caregivers. And and for me, it was mostly neglect. And my father was also had a borderline personality disorder. So you, you uh, kind of are, have an experience with your parents as a young child. And the reason you can't like talk or intellectualize away these negative feelings about yourself or with your parents is because many of these, these kind of negative situations or abuse or neglect happened before you were even able to speak, before yes. you were able to intellectualize or verbalize or become, con- you're not even consciously aware of what's going on. That's why talking about them doesn't really work. And a lot of people aren't even aware they still have these issues. They're, they just, uh, they don't know about it. And so you don't have to know what happened to you. You don't have to know what your negative feelings are uh, or negative emotions are, so to speak, or even know what traumas happened to you to tune them out of your energy field. Yeah, you mentioned Bessel van der Kolk and the body keeps the score literally and figuratively. And I'm sure this is probably something that you dove headfirst into for the Emotional Detox program because the scoreboard of how we're physically touched, how we're neglected, how we're emotionally abused. You talked about generational trauma. We've had Mark Wolin on the show twice. He wrote a book called It Didn't Start With You. He's the, I believe, co-founder of the Family Constellations movement. So, and we've talked about Richard Swartz and IFS. And so there's, there's this huge, deep growing, which I'm really excited about, body of work that I believe you're a voice for. And it really takes us to trauma. That, that's the core of most of this, the capital T, the lowercase t. So then now that we know, Wendy, where it all comes from, because you gave us some great examples, how would you define that, you know, to, to be emotionally detoxed or to start emotional detox? How do you keep the good and how do you get rid of the bad? <laughs> Yes, well, that? it's not going anywhere, so you don't have to worry about that. But, you know, you, uh, I, in the Emotional Detox program, I have about 52 emotions, and you, and there's a top five that everyone needs to work on. Like, so just working on these top five negative emotions clears a lot of garbage, can clear depression and anxiety and things like that. And so these are powerlessness, worthlessness, self-deprivation, um, the uh, self-hatred, and survival fear. So these are the five emotions that everybody has. 
and that they need to work on first. So those are the first five mo- emotions that I, you know, request or advise people to work on. And then there's 52 other emotions that, that people, if they resonate with you, you can work on those doing biofield tuning. And people need to do on average four to 500 hours of biofield tuning. And how did so, you come across the biofield tuning and how does that relate to the long-term healing? Yeah, so I, it's the work of uh, Eileen McCusick. Uh, she's worked for over 20 years with biofield tuning. She's not the only person that talks about this, but she has an extensive body of work and a practitioner training program that is it's phenomenal. She's a couple books that she's written. And, and, and it's not the only thing you can do. I mean, I also suggest a bioenergetic software called Ness Health, which you can do a, a, a galvanic skin response test and this bioenergetic scan. And it tests all, all these different data points. It shows you all of your emotional trauma that you have that's resonating for you at the time of that scan. It's uncannily accurate. I've done thousands of these scans with clients. And so that's another method uh, that you can use to clear, to detect and clear emotional trauma. And there's also uh, solfeggio music frequencies. There's lots of different ways to address this, but I found the biofield tuning is very simple. It's very inexpensive. You can do it at home because a lot of people can't afford all kinds of different therapies and all kinds of different, you know, therapists or, you know, all kinds of different practitioners that that can work on emotional trauma. It's just not feasible for a lot of people. So biofield tuning is great because you can do it at home with no other equipment. I love that. And I was feeling so many people that they might have this stance where they would say, well, it's easy for someone to have money to heal. Yeah. It's easy for someone that has wealth to heal. And I can reflect back in my own life, you know, look, everyone has trauma. I think to be human is to have trauma. This isn't about blaming our parents. It's not about blaming people. It's about taking loving, radical responsibility for our health, for our wellness. And I think about most detoxes, you have to take binders and, you know, that's, that's your industry. That's your field is, is physical detox. When did this start to come through for you where you're like, okay, I've seen enough people. I know what's going on physically. I'm going to make the shift to focusing more on emotional health and emotional intelligence to clear the physical disease. When did that start to come online? Well, for me, it was about seven years ago when I met the founder of Ness Health, uh, the company, this bioenergetic software company. His name was Harry Massey, and I met him, and he's really he's a brilliant guy. And, and I started doing his program, and it very much focuses on emotional trauma. And it's just something I hadn't really worked on before. I'd read some books and done some, you know, whatnot, but I hadn't actually ever done anything for like energetically for emotional trauma. And so I was doing it unwittingly. I didn't know I was working on emotional trauma, but I had dealt with bulimia my entire life. And within two months of starting this program, it just disappeared. And sometimes I still have a little, you know, bout of it, but it's very few and far between. But within a couple of months, it's something that I've been trying to work on. It's the underlying root cause or whatever was in my energy field that was causing that compulsion to do that or that impulse to do that just was gone. Wow. So, so it was a result in behavior. And that was really powerful for me. That really got my attention. And I just had other stuff, a lot of other really interesting things happening, like lots of vivid dreams happening. And, you know, a lot of times when you're having vivid dreams, you're kind of, you can be releasing trauma uh, during that time. And uh, for me, and I, I, I took a lot of training courses in this program as well. I've done three of them and just learn more and more about emotional trauma. But um, 
So to me, that was really powerful. But I'd also work with thousands of clients with their health. And there's a, a lot of people just didn't get better and they're doing everything right. Like by the time people come to me wanting to do detox, they've tried a lot of other things, the diet and the supplements and whatnot. And so, and for a, a lot of people, they just weren't really getting to the place they needed to go or they were so sick where they really couldn't do detox. And like, what do I do with these people? And so I would do the bioenergetic program, but I just over time learned more and more and more. And the, the biofield tuning is uh, really caught my attention because of just the depth and breadth of knowledge that Eileen McCusick, who has, who's her website's biofieldtuning.com, um, a lot of really amazing information on that. And it really helped me a lot personally as well. And, and it's really profound too. When you start doing it, if you ever feel stressed and you do like 20 minutes of biofield tuning, you feel very relaxed afterwards. But you can also have, you know, an intensification of the various symptoms you're trying to get rid of or you, you don't want to feel this way anymore. You can have an intensification of those symptoms while that emotion or trauma is coming up and out and releasing. But you know that it's working because you're you're having kind of this, uh, this intense experience. You can have some anxiety or depression or whatnot. But we have in the course about how to deal with that. Frequently, you want to get into some salt water or an Epsom salt bath, and that can really release that emotion into the water and you know, out how of so? your body. What's mm -hmm. the mechanism on that where you're, you're sitting in a bathtub and the Epsom salt is actually pulling out the frequency of the emotion? Epsom salt so much, it's more of the water itself. I mean, yeah. uh, the, it's, I can't really explain the mechanism, but with, with frequencies, you know, when you're in water, say if like you're a scuba diver or you're, you know, you're in water and some that you hit something in the water, it travels very, very, very quickly through the water. Like sound travels, uh, sound frequencies travel very quickly in water. So I assume it's the same principle where you get into water and it just helps to release it from your body. Like it goes into the water and out of your body. Got it. And so, yeah. yeah. And it really, you. that's why a lot of people take baths and they feel a lot better. <laughs> like if sure. they're stressed at the end of their day and, and they just kind of naturally gravitate towards going to do that. It's going to work in an ice bath too. For I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be caught dead doing an ice bath because I don't like that. But uh, for anyone else uh, getting into water, getting into the ocean, uh, that can have the same effect to really take out negative emotions and release them. I want to go back to something you said, you know, with respect, because any type of eating disorder is really challenging for a lot of people. I don't know what the percentages are, but I, I think that it was really honest that you said, Hey, in about two months, I really saw the, the cloak be removed. And I really started to feel the results of what I was learning and what I was doing. But you said something really honest. You said, occasionally it'll float back in and it'll come in and out. C can you share about that and how you manage it's, that absolutely. now? Yeah, you know, it's just one way that some people manage stress. So for me, I think it's just more of like a stress, uh, a way to manage stress because it releases a lot of like um, chemicals, like you're releasing a lot of uh, endorphins and things like that when you, when you do that that act of purging. And so it, it's one of those things, I mean, perhaps on my emotional detox journey, when I'm doing stuff very intensely, a lot of emotional detox work, it might come back because, you know, doing detox work or emotional detox work, it's like an onion, you're peeling back layers of an onion and doing retracing. So yeah. you can go back to different periods in your life and kind of experience that stress you had at a certain period in life. So perhaps it was that or just, you know, a stressful period. 
one thing I think is fascinating, and, and Peter Levine and Bessel van der Kolk talk about this exact same thing. We don't always have to know logically, intellectually, exactly when the things happened. Because like you mentioned, before the age of seven, our hemispheres are connected. I mean, we're basically an ayahuasca. <laughs> when kids are young, like the, the brain hemispheres are connected. We're, we're not really aware. We're coming online. We're, we're becoming more self-aware. And so many of the things that happen, like for myself, Wendy, I don't know how you feel, before the age of 10, I barely remember things. You know, I might have like a flash of me on a swing or like playing with my bunny or, or like the wallpaper in my room, but I don't remember years like I do in my teens and my 20s, 30s and 40s. Do, do you feel the same way about that? And what do you make of that? Do you think that there always has to be trauma there or there might be things that we just actually can't ever recall? Yeah, I mean feeling a, a lonely a lot like alone and playing by myself in my room and and things of that nature but um i remember my dad not being very happy he didn't seem happy he wasn't a very happy guy but i feel like i have enough memories but i definitely feel like i have blocks that are just missing you know yes. um but yeah i mean i think um and and there's and i've always wondered if there was a part of that where people block out, uh, you know, memories as well, or they, I wonder they, that too. Yeah. They block out things that are, um, where they're feeling alone or they're not feeling very good. Uh, and I've had therapists tell me you, you kind of are just blocking, blocking big parts of your life out because they just weren't very savory to, to remember, you sure. know? I, I could see that. And I also could think maybe not, <laughs> you know, cause talk therapy, I've done it off and on. And, and, you know, my partner and I were in couples therapy and I'm in individual therapy. But when I came on your show, I talked about the breath work that I've been doing and teaching and training and facilitating for four plus years now. And I think, you know, we're all just practicing, Wendy, all of us are practicing, even a medical doctor or a naturopath like yourself or a clinical psychotherapist or a human being who's passionate like me with like a health and wellness background, we're all doing our best to figure out how to relieve the trauma, how to relieve the compression that we're feeling in our nervous system. How do you think that compression shows itself when they go through a practice like you've designed or the practices you've designed in the emotional detox program? In other words, what does it look like? Yes. Well, you know, my program is pretty extensive. There's a lot of different components of it. So, you know, I urge people to start doing biofield tuning and, and that it's a wonderful practice. They can do, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day or even an hour a day. And, uh, and, it, and for me, it replaces meditation because with meditation, people aren't addressing the root cause of their trauma. And so that's the problem kind of I have with that. But doing biofield tuning is like an active meditation where you're actually tuning things out of your energy field. So for me, it's the new meditation that people should be thinking about. And you can do it with music. You can do it to frequencies. In the program, I have about uh, 10 different like guided meditations I do or Tibetan singing bowl, sound bowls, and then um, you know, frequencies, different solfeggio frequencies they can listen to, whatever resonates with them. And, and that's, that for me is a new meditation. Um, and then uh, another module in the course is the psychology module where we talk about stress. We talk about vagus nerve stimulation and, you know, you, you have to address stress at the root cause as well. Um, and then there's also a physical module where we talk about, you have to take care of your body. You know, you can't, 
you can't just eat a horrible diet and don't go in the sunlight and sleep bad and expect some miracle to occur with emotional detoxification using biofilm tuning or whatever methods you know you, you choose. Um, so that has to, it's a kind of a, a trifold approach. Um, and that that's for me kind of what uh, you know, emotional detoxification looks like. And people can have detox symptoms. We have a whole video about how to manage detox symptoms where you ha can have this intensification of emotions and, and things as they're coming out. You're not like being re-traumatized or reliving the trauma. That's mm -hmm. not happening with biofilm tuning, but you are, um, you know, releasing those things. And we also refer out to some professionals. Sometimes for PTSD, you need to do things like EMDR, which is yeah. an amazing energy psychology that really, really works for PTSD. It works really quickly as well. And so we refer out for, for kind of the, the big T trauma things to EMDR. That makes perfect sense because I can, I can guess, and I'd love to hear your thought, going into the world you're going into is so nuanced and there's so much complexity in someone healing their emotional wounding and their emotional trauma to really detox. When you pull out those emotions and when they're releasing, even with the biofield tuning or with some of the practices you have in the program, I could say it's like a metaphor of a tree. If I rip a tree out of the ground, you know, I have to be very skilled at knowing how to get out the roots without breaking them. Right. If I, if I want that tree to survive, if I want to transplant that tree. And so what are some of the ways that people know this program is right for them? And maybe for people that are afraid, this is actually the best question for people that are feeling that lump in their throat or kind of uncomfortable in their stomach where they're already starting to resonate with what you're saying. And they're like, okay, I, I feel like this might be a good path for me. What are some of the ways that you can not guarantee safety, but provide safety when those yes. emotions are detoxed? Yes. Well, there is a lot of support on the program. You know, we have live Q&A webinars. We have a Facebook group for everyone to go on. We also have about six practitioners that can do one-on-one -on -one consults with people. So there's a lot of free ways to get support and one-on-one -on -one ways to get support as well. But, you know, it's one of those things you don't need to fear because I think it's more concerning to live your life, the rest of your life. Like, what are your two options? You can live the rest of your life dealing with with fear and uncertainty and not feeling good or not feeling as good as you you think you can or dealing with a serious health issue uh versus doing something like a really simple sound therapy at, to release emotions uh, like very easily very inexpensively and very effectively and everything i say in the course is supported by an extensive amount of research I and mean, there's so many research studies that are cited conventional medical research uh, that support the use of sound therapy to to address emotional traumas. So the, the other option is much worse to kind of not find a solution to to your issues. And this does work and absolutely mm -hmm. works. And you can take, do it as fast or as slow as you want. Some people are going to have to do it uh, more slow, especially if they're very ill or they have a lot of um, they have a lot of anxiety or depression or, or mental health issues. Uh, they can take it as slow as they need to, but they will get a lot of support and, and other people that are going through the same journey as well. I was just thinking about what Bruce, Bruce Lipton has said, the issues are in the tissues and they're in there. I mean, they're, they're actually physically in there. So all of us have issues in our tissues. Cause I think to be human is just to have tissues with issues. So when people have these issues, Wendy, when people have issues, they seek out talk therapy but it doesn't always give them the results that heal the roots. Why is that? Yes. Yeah, well, you know, talk therapy is amazing. I've had 10 years of talk therapy. I was like 
into therapy. I wanted to be a family and marriage counselor and I was super into it and uh, took a lot of the courses in college on it and wrote the books. And, you know, I was very much into therapy. So I've had a lot of experience with a lot of different types of therapists. But but I thought it was really interesting when I was reading Professor uh, Bessel van der Kolk's book that he, he likes to say that yapping doesn't work. And it's because, um, you know, it's not getting to that root causes. We're not consciously aware of a lot of the the things that drive our behavior that make us choose bad partners make us we can't we can't stop eating or or people that have uh drug addictions or alcohol like for me I had bulimia I didn't know why I did that you know I just thought oh I wanted to be thin or I wanted to be thinner I just had I just had no idea why I was doing that and why how to stop you know even though I'd sought out therapists or eating disorder specialists and things like that. So the problem is there's not a conscious awareness. And uh, when you do something like, um, you know, uh, any kind of energetic therapy like EMDR or biofield tuning or uh, bioenergetic software programs, um, you know, you really address the root cause and you're able to release these out of your energy field. And it that stops that that unwanted behaviors that people have. They stop smoking, they stop drinking without even trying. It's really for me, I wasn't I wasn't trying to stop being bulimic. It just happened because that root was just released. So it's kind of like you erase it from your timeline. Like it didn't, like the, the trauma never even happened. Wait, what do you mean you weren't trying to release it? I mean, some part of you knew, Wendy, that it wasn't serving, right? That it was masking something, that it was coming from trauma. What do you mean I wasn't trying to get rid of it? Like I wasn't trying to say, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to binge and purge for 30 days. Or I wasn't saying, okay, I'm going to stop this behavior. I kind of had just given up and stopped trying to even stop doing it because nothing had worked. So for me, I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't trying to stop it. I was just doing this Nest Health bioenergetic program. Mm. And, so maybe I, by I was, you doing the program, it was coming out because of what you were doing with the bioenergetics. Exactly. Like I, I didn't know what this program did. I had no knowledge of it. I just did a scan and I just did the, they have a, a protocol to do based on your scan. So I had no idea what it was going to do to me. I had zero knowledge, zero training in it. I just, my friend said, hey, try it. And I'm like, sure, why not? Um, and then later, about a month after trying it, I started, I went to a training, a practitioner training in it. I was really, really blown away. I'm blown away too. Friends of mine that are Czech practitioners, they're, they're mastered. I think they're on the Czech faculty. I know they are, um, Alex and Sarah. And they're here in Austin and they, they have these tuning forks at their home. And I remember we brought over our son Nova to their house one time and Sarah intuitively, she brought over the fork and she like put it on Nova and he just stopped. I mean, he just stopped and he just looked at her and he wasn't even looking at the fork. He was just experiencing whatever frequency, whatever vibration was going on. And so look at Tesla's work, look at the frequency scale by Hawkins, look at so many things people that are masters, you know, PhDs with tons and tons, decades of research on this. We can't deny the fact that frequency runs the world, right? That's why you and I are in a good vibe right now, because we're on a similar frequency. If we weren't, this conversation wouldn't be very fun. You know, it wouldn't be very cool to, to watch or to be a part of. What do you make of frequency and what's the most fascinating thing for you in creating this program about letting go of frequencies that are harmful? Yes. Yeah. You know, for me, I think as you, you tune negative emotions and traumas out of your energy field, 
you're more able to attract people and things to you that you want. So that's the problem with the law of attraction is if someone has just a lot of emotional trauma, they're going to be sending out this frequency if you want. It's not bad or negative or anything like that, but they're, the law of attraction is not going to work for them how uh, they've been promised. Okay. And that's kind of the, the, the biggest problem with some of that messaging um, because you, you really, people have a lot of emotional trauma. They're just not going to attract a certain relationship that's right for them or best for them. They're going to have a really tough time doing that. Or uh, the job that they want, their dream job, or I'm not saying it's not possible, but if you have a much better chance of creating that life that you want, if you're able to release your emotional traumas, create the, the mental, emotional, physical health and the abundance that you want in your life. And so um, there was something else that I was going to say, but really that's the most kind of profound thing, the most profound thing that, uh, you know, that I kind of learned through the, this whole process. I'm sure that something else fascinating will come up too, because what I was just feeling in a major way when you were speaking was I was thinking about the mind and the intellect and the ways that I myself still at 42 let my mind take over and then catch it once it's taken over. And then I think about my body, what my body really wants, what my body is calling for, you know, that intuitive voice that we all have. And at times, Wendy, it seems like there's this war for myself, for, for so many of us, where the body says one thing and the mind says another. I'm sure in your program, this comes up. How do we make sense of creating peace between what the mind is barking and what the body is gently asking for? Yeah. Well, you know, I think so many of us have this negative inner voice and, you know, and I like this critical voice, this perfectionism that can, can creep in. And, and I go into the course in the different personality types or the different Enneagram types that people have and how this changes their response to trauma, how it just changes how they respond to trauma based on their Enneagram personality type, which is how super, so? super interesting. How so? I got to ask you that because Enneagram yes. is fascinating. It's Enneagram, Gene Keys, you know, different uh, things like that. But why did you choose the Enneagram model? Um, well, because I just think there's a lot of research behind it. And uh, for me, it just, for me, it just resonated more than other types of personality systems. And because, and it's also specifically because it's a response to stress, like um, based on the trauma that you have, you have different personality traits that can be expressed, you know, Got it. and yeah. it just changes your response to stress. So it was, for me, it was um, appropriate for, for, you know, within the context of talking about trauma. And emotional trauma. And so for many people, like a, a Enneagram type one, for instance, um, and Enneagram type threes, they can become perfectionists in response to trauma. And so when you're a perfectionist, you have this constant inner voice that that's not good enough. You need to do it again. Or I'd even like my first year of college, I quit all my classes as I wasn't making straight A's. Just like ridiculous behavior that people have where they quit or they, you know, my daughter's perfectionist too. She's having a trouble talking, speaking in Spanish because she doesn't ever want to mess up. So she just doesn't speak it, you know, wow. to, to begin with, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and these can be, um, these are the perfectionism is a response to trauma. It's not that you just want to do everything perfect. It's a, it's a defense mechanism that we, uh, create, and that can create this kind of negativity in the mind, this negative inner voice, this constant critic that can override 
you know, the, these beautiful emotions like joy and love and other things that your heart is trying to resonate. Your heart has, you know, resonates so many positive emotions, but this trauma can really override that in the, the inner critic. I love so much what you said, and I'm thinking about, you know, perfectionism is really just vulnerability that's trying to be silenced. I think the heart wants to be vulnerable. Your daughter wants to express to you that she's not perfect at Spanish. Uh, So many of us, I mean, even in my own relationship today or this week or with my son, I can see how I allowed my mind at times to dominate and not be in my heart. This phrase, heart-centered, you know, and you've talked about it earlier too, when I asked you, how do we mend the peace between the head and the heart? Is there a language? Is it purely just vibration of how we do this mending and repair? Or what are the other ingredients besides looking at vibration when we talk about healing and mending? Yeah, so when I have that psychology module in the Emotional Detox program, we talk about, you know, we talk about mindset and creating a, a flow state and how to do that in in relation to trauma. Um, I talk about you know how to how to handle stress, how to lower your stress set point as well, because many people have this super high stress set point, and so they have a much they're very trigger happy when it comes to responding to stress and the amount of stress chemicals they release, and they have a hard time calming down after a stressful situation or a stressful day. And so those people are going to be much more prone to having physical health issues, you know, than say the next person. And some people are just born with a really high stress set point. They were stre- the mom was stressed during pregnancy, or their relatives, or the transgenerational trauma. Maybe they were had a very stressful lives, and that gets passed down to you. You don't have your friends that are like the stress puppies that are just like very, very, very can be stressed all the time, and they just can't seem to calm down, and just yeah. the, the chaos. Um, but you know they're an amazing person and a, a really good person. They just they just have this uh, high stress response. You know. Yeah, I do. Y'all might not like what I'm about to say, but I, I think it's actually the majority of our society, and I think that's how society runs. I'm not being negative. I'm being honest. I consider myself to be a conscious capitalist. I like you enjoy running a business that helps people and serves people where they need the greatest healing. And at the same time, you and I, Wendy, are both products of a system that's fundamentally broken. You know, the puppeteer strings that keep the the unconscious capitalistic wheel moving, these things need to be broken. And the more people take your program or listen to the show or actually do the work to wash the nervous system, to heal the nervous system, that's naturally going to break the string because we can't go on. Let's be real. We can't go on the way we're going. The cracks are fissuring. You know, not just in government or in finance or in education, but definitely in health and in all the doctors and all the different systems that are created to kind of propagate this almost fakeness behind our society. I'm curious how you explain that. I mean, I kind of went into the darkness there, but it's necessary to talk about. I think there's a lot of, lot of stuff in the mainstream media that's used to create fear and stress, to keep people in this fear and stress state sadly. Um, but I think uh, most of what you hear in the mainstream media, I think is to be ignored because, you know, it's just, it's designed to keep you in a, in a fear and stress state. I think there's, um, you know, negative forces in the planet that kind of feed off of that. Um, but, you know, and I think people are going to have to be aware of that and not play into that and also kind of take their personal power back in, uh, and I, there's been a kind of a blessing, I think, with the whole 
craziness that's happened the past couple of years where a lot of people have kind of like woken up, so to speak. They've kind of yeah. had like this awakening and have moved to different places and changed their jobs and changed their partners. There's been a lot of positive things that have come out of this kind of this chaos. And for me, I, I feel like the 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 dark is working for the light right now. And I think people's consciousness are expanding. And I think in doing like emotional trauma work and emotional detox that helps to expand people's consciousness so they could have more of a heart brain coherence. And that helps to really get rid of like these low level, low frequency, this, this fear and uncertainty and other negative emotions that people can be dealing with on a chronic basis. And when they release that, they kind of open themselves up more to be in, to be more in alignment with their life purpose and with their creator. And can they're more available to work on their spirituality and to work on their life purpose and, and helping others if that's their calling. And so it's, I, I think a lot, most, a lot of people are moving in that direction and it's been kind of born of this chaos that's, I think, you know, is, is happening in our environment, but the, the yeah. light is casting a lot of light on the darkness and the, the chaos that's going on right now. More and more people are waking up and it's a really beautiful thing, even though it's kind of stressful and, and fearful and scary. It, it actually was necessary to, to bring us through this so that more of the planet can have like an awakening and prosperity and, and abundance and happiness. Nature is my most powerful teacher. And I feel like when you talked about chaos, anytime in nature there's chaos, it's eventually going to seek order at some point. You can't have eternal uh, non-ending chaos. Eventually chaos seeks order, just like sodium and potassium in the body or high-low pressure in physics. Eventually all things come down to a resting point. Even the people you talked about, the stress puppies, where they have this super high stress point. At some point when enough of us heal, which we're doing, thanks to your work and thanks to this conversation we're having, that stress set point on a societal level is going to melt. It's going to come down. That's exciting to me. But I want to ask you a question about something you said, and, and it really it really piqued my consciousness. You said there's negative forces on the planet, and those forces, essentially, I believe you mentioned, like they feed on it or those negative forces are doing something. What exactly do you believe those negative forces are? Well, I mean, I think they're definitely the eternal battle of good and evil is being played out. And I think there's, you know, a, a certain percentage of, I call them like negative elite. They're kind of part of this, maybe this uh, evil kind of um, this, like just the, the good and evil. They're kind of on the evil side and creating like fear and chaos on the planet for their own benefit you know, when there's really no need for it at, yeah. at all. And so I think more and more people are becoming aware of this. More and more people are waking up to this. Some of the stuff that's going on in the media, it's absolute, it's so ridiculous and it's so obviously fake, you know, uh, so much stuff that's going on is, is so obviously like contrived for the perp for the gain of a very small percentage of the people on the planet. And so part of that is that kind of what I call the, just the, the evil that's going on on the planet, but the, or darkness and the, the light is winning right now. So people don't need to fear. They don't need to be fearful or stressful. They need to take some time and go inwards to work on themselves. And I think 
not paying so much attention to the media is definitely part of that as a prescription. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. I, I know that people have heard the acronym FEAR, forget everything and run. But when I did a vision quest this year, I actually had something that, that quote, came through. I don't typically use that phrase, but it did. It, it came through. It wasn't mine. And it was for everyone's attention responsibly. For everyone's attention responsibly. And I feel like fear doesn't have to control us. We can be present to it. There can be rational fears. Like if you and I are on a cliffside in San Diego, probably not a good idea to jump off. You know, that's rational fear. But the irrational fear from the media, how does that really create an even more stress cascade for people that are dealing with higher levels of trauma? Or you mentioned this, the people with the higher stress point. For those people, is it even more important to do an emotional detox with all the media barrage we're constantly under. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the, if you watch the media every day, it is so stressful. All the different things that are coming through every day that are happening. And, um, you know, I mean, I have friends and family members who are emailing me stuff and texting me stuff. And I've just had to tell them, like, I'm just not interested. Like, I'm I'm choosing to live my life in joy and, and happiness. And I'm creating that. I'm just not buying into all this stuff. Because when, like, you know, a couple of years ago when all this kind of crazy stuff started happening, you know, I was in so much fear. It was, it was amazing. And, uh, I just, I was like panic buying. I was buying seeds. I was buying, you know, <laughs> I bought $10,000 worth of food. I, the Amazon ran out of toilet paper. That was in part because of me. I still have toilet paper <laughs> from two and a half freaking years ago that I You're bought. You were one of those people. It was me. Okay. And um, I just, you know, I still have toothpaste. Like Dr. Mercola bought, bought Dr. Mercola toothpaste. <laughs> And all this stuff that I like because I thought, well, we're going to have food shortages. We didn't end up having food shortages. And I guess those are still yeah. looming. That's another fear thing in the media. Yeah. And I, I just don't buy any of it. I don't buy any of it um, because I think it's just there's a, a, a design to it to make people fearful. But I think all the fear that people had, and including myself, there was a huge release of fear on this planet when all this kind of nonsense started happening or craziness started happening. And it's a really good thing. Even though I didn't feel like it at the time, I think it's, it, for me, I, it's one point I woke up and I woke up to what was going on and, my, and I didn't have to play into it anymore or participate in, anymore on it. And I just was able to focus in on myself and in my own trauma instead of outwardly getting distracted by all this fear and stress that's being, I think that's artificially created by design. I am right there with you. The, whatever is created for the control of people, it either is going to have a energy of control or an energy of control with malintentions. Now, I think that you can create media that controls people in a loving way. I mean, look, persuasion and suggestion are brother and sister. And I think as long as people like you and me are doing things and we have our heart connected to it, we're actually doing it for the right reason. We're here on planet earth at this time. We chose to sign up here and be here so that we could actually do this work. Otherwise we wouldn't be doing it. What is one of the most challenging things or what's been the most challenging thing for you um, in doing this program in the emotional detox program? What's come up for you? Well, I think for a lot of people, doubt and resistance comes up. 
And that's something you can also work on doing biofield tuning, <laughs> ironically enough, because people do think, oh my God, it's going to be so much work and it's going to take so long and I don't have time and, you know, or they feel overwhelmed. They get in the program, it's like 30 hours and, or, and, you know, or they, and I overcome resistance with giving lots of scientific research and scientific evidence. I mean, there's, it's clear, there's no doubt that what I'm saying in the program is, is correct or scientifically validated, but I think people can definitely have resistance, uh, to doing the work because you know it's 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 like anything there's no free lunch it does you know it can take a couple of years of doing daily biofield tuning to to really i mean you'll get improvements along the way but uh to really get to where you want to go um you know it, it does take time and effort but at the end it, it you know along the way and when you reach the end of that couple of years you do wake up feeling joy you know, I think a lot of people have repressed joy and repressed, you know, positive feelings that they just couldn't uh, enjoy before. They couldn't experience before because they just have this negative inner critic and they, they're, or they search for all these answers and they just can't figure out how to get where they want to go. And the ultimate reason you're doing all this, all this, these things for your health is you just want to feel good. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the goal. And so with biofield tuning and releasing trauma, it really gives you that, that chance and the opportunity to be able to experience that on a, a, a permanent and ongoing basis. And so it's just really a, a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing when we feel love and we feel joy. And I'm not saying that we have to be fake and, you know, feel joy 24, seven, 365. I think part of being here on planet earth, Wendy, is that sometimes we just don't have the most perfect, beautiful day. And that's part of the human experience, right? Uh, so I'm not saying that we have to be in joy every single moment, but I will say that most of us can definitely increase the dial of joy. And I think with your program and, and with this conversation, we've moved a little bit closer to that. So I'm super grateful for that. How do you see wellness now? You know, with everything that you've been through, becoming a naturopath, uh, being a mom, being a businesswoman, moving to Mexico, like lots and lots of changes along the way, you've picked up some wisdom. And what does that wisdom share with you about wellness? How would you define wellness now? Well, for me, I've tried to get more into like a flow state of wellness rather than just all this efforting, you know, where I think so many people go to such great lengths to with their diet and their lifestyle and their exercise and their their yoga and whatever they're doing when in, in an effort to feel good, when there can be much more of a flow and a less work that you need to do on your physical health when you do emotional detoxification. Things can just, uh, everything just flows a lot easier. Like for me, so much of my life is flowing more. I'm not a workaholic anymore. Um, I, I'm not doing that to kind of push down negative emotions or to feel like I can't be happy unless I'm working or producing something all the time. You know, uh, doing this emotional detox work has really freed me in many ways. Um, but also in doing this type of work, you, you know, or researching uh, emotional detox and emotional trauma, I've realized that the research shows that 65% of physical health issues are due to emotional trauma. Only 20% is diet and lifestyle. You know, about 10% is due to genetic defects that you can work around with supplements like MTHFR and things like that. And 5% of people do have genetic defects. So they're just going to have those health conditions. There's really nothing yeah. that you can do about that. You kind of got a bad hand in the lotto, you know, there. But 65% uh, or more is due to emotional trauma. And so, and it's very easy 
to release. It's very easy to deal with that. And it's a lot easier than a lot of the piecemeal things that people are doing to try to feel good. And that's what I've accomplished in this course is taking away that piecemeal approach. And we've got everything. We've got the bioenergetic sound therapy, the psychology, stress kind of module, and the physical module to address every different aspect of why people are dealing with stress and, and how to release emotional trauma. Well, Wendy, I'm excited for this program. I'm excited for people to heal and let go of these things that are so heavy. Like you just, we don't have to carry them anymore. You know, they're not, they're not serving. So emo, it's old school. It's old school. It's old school. <laughs> it's old school. We're in the new school for souls. Otherwise we wouldn't be here taking this curriculum. So yeah. emo dash detox dot com yes. forward slash Josh. This is a free masterclass. So people can join. They actually get a free class with you to start. And then it's 40% off the emotional detox program. So thank you, Wendy. Thank you for that hookup. We appreciate you. I know that so much goes into a program creation. Oh my God, I did that for the breathe program, like research galore all the way down to the floor. It was a lot. So I do appreciate your generosity and we thank you. We thank you for coming on wellness wisdom for the third time. So thank you for being our guest on the show. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Okay. Until Wendy and I see you again, we're all wishing you love and wellness. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being with us on the Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. Every link, resource, and wellness good you heard today can be found at your show notes page. Roll over to joshtrent.com forward slash podcast, and you just got an exceptional gift of wellness and wisdom. Don't let it go to waste. Don't be one of those people who hears a podcast, smiles, gets entertained, but puts down their phone and doesn't embody it doesn't use it. You can choose something different today. And I know you feel this to start a new journey. Head over to joshtrent.com forward slash M21 and get three free weeks of coaching from me to you directly in your inbox. Get your free morning 21 wellness guide, including your breathwork practice and guided journey from my heart to yours based on 20 years of my own experience. That's joshtrent.com forward slash M21. And if you're ready to dive deeper right now, join us in the wellness and wisdom community by enrolling in our Breathe Breath and Wellness program over at breathwork.io. At breathwork.io, this is a three-week journey where you're going to save $150,000 and months of travel to learn the best of the best breathing science and spirit to apply into your life to eradicate stress using your breath. The world's not getting any easier, but you can be stronger. Join me on this three-week guided journey, including binaural beats, guided breathwork meditations, proper posture and muscle training, so you can learn how to use your breath as your ally for the rest of your life. No matter what comes your way, if you can breathe, you can choose. Use code PODCAST25 over at breathwork.io to save 25% off your Breathe Breath and Wellness three-week guided program to work directly with me at breathwork.io. Use code podcast25 to save 25% off. I cannot wait to see you in the program. I hope you are loving this podcast as much as I do. This moment is perfect for us because every moment is new and in every new moment we have a new choice, especially when it comes to super greens, superfoods, and really the nutrients that our food is unfortunately lacking from. Look, I know I have a son, I have a family, I have a busy life. I don't always make the time to cut and make fresh juice and get everything all prepared in the glass containers. So Organifi made it simple for me and simple for you, and especially to get your micronutrients from the green juice and 
Speaking of new, they have a brand new green juice, crisp apple that has just come out and I tried it. It's incredible. You get Northern Spy, Macintosh, Ida Red, Golden Delicious, and Empire apples all pumped in to this effective dose of ashwagandha at 600 milligrams. And it's only two grams of sugar, which is like nothing. This helps to balance hormones. You get your essential nutrients and fiber and also a daily reset for you to take a breath and do something loving for your body. Head over to joshtrent.com forward slash Organifi. Use the code wellnessforce. That's code wellnessforce for 20% off your new green juice crisp apple. Do something nice for yourself and your family with green juice crisp apple. And it's easy. You can go to joshtrent.com forward slash Organifi or you can just head over to the Organifi site. Use the code wellnessforce to save 20% off the green juice crisp apple.